With the third Democratic debate taking place next week, there is a lot to discuss regarding the state of this race and uh, where it could go. And joining me to discuss this, it's a pleasure to welcome the host of The Benjamin Dixon Show, Ben. How's it going? It's going well, David. Thanks so much for having me. So I think the last time I had you on, uh, it was on my radio show. So this was a while ago. <laughs> and it yeah. was before uh, the primary or, or anything was really happening. And now we are really in the middle of it. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess kind of an, an overall uh, take uh, on, on the race so far. Is it kind of a, is it unfolding the way you expected in terms of, you know, the way the polls are looking in terms of who's performing well? Or have you been kind of caught off guard by, by anything? You know, the only thing that has slightly caught me off guard is the fact that Biden is still in the race. Yeah. Um, I really, you know, not to just be insulting to him, but, you know, I I think he's a moron and he is he's a gaff machine. And I figured at this point by now he would no longer be in the lead. But, mm -hmm. you know, the establishment machine is pretty powerful. So it's not. It's surprising, but it's not totally shocking. Other than that, it's starting to pan out. You know, the first round of people have dropped out. That's to be expected. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Bernie is still really strong. He's increasing. Elizabeth Warren is a close second to Bernie. I think the outlier is Joe Biden. And, and it's really a question of how strong the establishment is, whether or not he uh, uh, stays in much longer. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, start with Joe Biden then. Um, he's been having a lot of gaffes. Now, I think we all kind of expected this since, I mean, uh, Biden's history has been <laughs> gaff filled, yeah. but yeah. Uh, it's been getting crazy. I mean, th <laughs> there's uh, just in the past week, uh, this is just two examples, but there are countless examples. He called uh, Obama rap rock Obama instead of saying Barack Obama. Oh, and wow. Yeah, I, I missed that one. Oh, you wow. missed that one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll drop a clip of that in here, but... That's exactly what Rap Rock and I talked about in the beginning. Okay, Rap Rock and I talked about... That was crazy. And then there was also another moment where he forgot Obama's name. He's saying that it was President... My boss is his fault. Which, for yeah. for Biden, that's surprising, considering, I mean, he's going to attach himself to Barack <laughs> Obama. Um, but... Yeah, well, what are your thoughts on on I don't know Biden's mind? I guess because it's it's uh, I am surprised at just how terrible he is. I guess I forgot, but he's definitely yeah. gotten worse. I think. Yeah, listen, like old age is, and this is not to be ageist, right? You know, yeah. it starts for some people. It starts even much younger. Mm -hmm. um, it it the brain is a very particular organ, man. Yeah. And and when it when it starts to get weak, I, I don't know. You know, and I think that's what he's experiencing. Early onset dementia or I don't know what he's going through. Mm -hmm. But he's definitely he definitely I don't believe he has the intellectual capacity. Uh, well, he has intellectual capacity. I think that his brain is just not what it used to be. And even when he was at his best, he was a gaff machine. So this is something that we have to really take in consideration, right? He's not sharp. He's, he's not mm -hmm. on it. He forgets things. And and this is not to be ageist. It's just a reality of life. You don't put your your old grandpa who you love, right? He's a cool guy if you like him. You know, he's yeah. a cool guy. He's fun to hang out with. But you don't put him in an environment where he's going to be brutalized like that. And and I, I think we're setting ourselves up um, as a nation for failure to put him against Donald Trump. If because if nothing else, Donald Trump. Donald Trump's bigotry has kept his mind really sharp. He's really sharp with his insults. He's really sharp with his bigotry. And mm -hmm. I, I don't think uh, um, Joe Biden is up to the task. Yeah. And so, I mean, that brings up the question, the uh, uh, electability question. For some reason, despite 
everything Joe Biden is saying, and despite the fact that when you look at polling on, on you know specific issues, say like Medicare for all, that Joe Biden is out of touch both in his platform and yeah. in terms of just his his performance. So, like, how how much longer do you think they can keep pushing out this electability uh, uh, idea? And I guess I mean it's it's supported by by the polling right now. But do you yeah. do you think that as more people begin to pay attention, hopefully uh, leading into the the fall, that his electability is going to take a hit? So so here's the thing, right? The, there was a recent poll that showed that all of the top contenders, the top five Democrats, all of them, actually all the Democrats beat Donald Trump uh, in a heads up competition for the general election. Now, it's too early to actually depend on those polls, mm-hmm. but that kind of waters down, watered down the um, the the argument that Joe Biden is uniquely electable above everyone else because we see the the, the data shows that it's it's any Democrat can really win. Now yeah. we have to take in consideration motivation of the base because this this is why I don't believe these polls so early on. Joe Biden will not motivate anybody. He doesn't motivate mm-hmm. his own wife. So <laughs> yeah. while he may he may look as though he can beat Donald Trump. It really boils down to who is going to energize the base. And he does not do that like Bernie Sanders. Hell, he doesn't do it as good as Elizabeth Warren does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's I just I guess I, I underestimated the uh, the mass media's ability to really push the same kind of candidate out there a second time, even after Hillary lost. I mean, you had a candidate right. in Hillary Clinton who did not excite the base, much like Joe Biden. And uh, I think in many ways, Hillary is clearly a better candidate than Joe Biden is right now. Yeah. Um, and even with that, it's they're still like they're able to regurgitate this idea that you need somebody who's a moderate, you need somebody like a Joe Biden who can speak yeah. to both sides, even though he can barely speak himself, and somehow be able to to bridge that gap. When clearly, I think we saw that idea uh, fail the last yeah. time around. Yeah, I um I I think it is the conventional wisdom that we get from. Uh, consultants, the consultant class. Mm -hmm. And I I think if nothing else, 2016 should have been a referendum on the consulting class of the Democratic Party. Their conventional wisdom failed and has been failing. If you look at the state level races, I mean, they have been abysmal. Um, And so we can't take the conventional wisdom of the consulting class because it fails. And I think that's what you're seeing with them still pushing someone like Joe Biden. Yeah. So let's move on to uh, Elizabeth Warren now. So when Elizabeth Warren first joined the race, I think she was actually maybe the first candidate to the first big candidate to really join the race. Um, yeah, she, her support didn't really grow until about April, May. It, it seemed like, and and now she's right. really. I mean, it's it's her and Bernie Sanders kind of in in second place, but uh, behind Joe Biden. Um, what do you uh, what do you attribute to her her rise, and do you think she's she, She's able to maintain uh, this this solid um, this rise in the polls and maybe even, you know, take first place. So she was the very first person to enter the race. And when she first came out, I was like, she's not going to be the one. Um, And I honestly, since then, I've been eating my words and and I happily do so um, because she's she's rolled out consistently plan after plan to the point where it's become. Um, kind of her thing, right? It's become the catchphrase. She's got a plan for that. And and people really, really like that and it resonates. But there's something else that's going on that I, I really, I, I mean, I don't really want to talk about it, but it's true. Elizabeth Warren is is being introduced as a alternative to Bernie Sanders. In a way she is, in a way she, in a lot of ways she's not. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but she's a comfortable place for people who definitely don't want Joe Biden and for God sakes they don't want bernie sanders so they just comfortably rest in the arms of elizabeth warren mm-hmm. um and she she's that alternative to the establishment she's that alternative to um just a a whole lot of people who would rather not deal with bernie sanders for whatever reason yeah it's it's weird i mean you, you look at the uh the polling breakdown i saw this on on politico the the second choice for people that support elizabeth warren i believe is kamala harris which yeah i mean if you look at their platforms uh, it's kind of surprising. You'd think it would be Bernie Sanders as their second choice. But yeah, it's it's it seems to be people who, I mean, they may, when it comes down to it, they may uh, be willing to support someone like, you know, Bernie Sanders. But her support right now is is really what you say. It's people that don't want a Joe Biden and see and don't want Bernie Sanders and see Elizabeth yeah. Warren kind of as the, the gap or the as bridging the gap yeah. in, in that scenario. But I will say, I mean, I like Elizabeth Warren's domestic plans. She doesn't really appear to have much of a foreign policy yet, at least no. in terms of what she's been discussing. And I think that's really where uh, Bernie Sanders stands out. That and his addition, to, uh, and in addition to that, Bernie's ability to really grow a movement. So while yeah. Um, yeah. Elizabeth Warren, I think you, we see in, in the data that Elizabeth Warren has the, um, the second most individual donors. Bernie Sanders has the most individual donors by far, almost doubling Elizabeth Warren's individual right. donors. So what do you think... Uh, I mean, what do you say to that? Do, do you think Elizabeth Warren has the ability to to grow that kind of support that at Bernie currently has, or 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 what? So so here here's the thing. Here's why I kind of believe in Elizabeth Warren a little bit in terms of her ability to generate a a a, a movement. Um, there's there are quite a few of us who are Bernie supporters who originally supported Elizabeth Warren and wanted her to run in 2016. And those of us, you know, we may have gotten jaded. We may have gotten upset. And I'm saying we, because this is me personally, I wanted Elizabeth Warren to run in 2016. And Mm -hmm. I was mad when she didn't. And then I was furious with her when she didn't endorse Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. But coming, it's 2020. It's a whole different landscape. The stakes are different. You kind of look at her kind of, you know, you forgive those things. She should have run in 2016. She didn't. I'll get over it. She should have endorsed Bernie Bernie Sanders in 2016. She didn't. I'll get over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are a lot of Bernie supporters that if for whatever reason, if it's a fair and square fight, they were with Elizabeth Warren first. And so oh, yeah. I think he will he will get she will get quite a few Bernie supporters who will support her. And then she'll obviously get the Kamala Kamala Harris supporters. Mm-hmm. I think she can she can be a unifying force if these primaries are carried out properly, um, and I, I think they will be carried out properly personally, um, I think she can do it. Um, I don't think she has, Bernie has an established, he has an infrastructure that he built in 2016. Mm-hmm. It's going to be much easier for him to do it and for him to capitalize on it and for him to just go and go to the general election and win versus what she's having to build. He already built it. Yeah. And I think also, I mean, that's why I see Warren as, I mean, this is obviously speaking, you know, way ahead of time but uh when it comes down to it i think warren would be a fantastic vice president because she is that unifying voice in that way where you know for voters that may not whatever reason be turned off by bernie sanders largely because of i think media bias but for those voters warren would have the ability to maybe bring those people back into the conversation and kind of soften them up to the idea of this political revolution and going off that uh bernie sanders now so his place in the race uh, i'll be honest i kind of expected him to being first in most polls at this point. And Joe mm-hmm. Biden has just held on <laughs> for way too long, even though he continues yeah. to, to drop in, in support. Um, what do you uh, think about uh, Bernie's performance so far in, in this primary? 
I mean, Bernie's been cool. Bernie has been Bernie. He has the thing about Bernie is he's been consistent forever. Yeah. And so he he hasn't really shifted. He hasn't changed in any negative ways. Um, I I he has made some pivots in a positive direction, particularly on race issues. The the interesting thing about it, if you see his tweets on race and uh, particularly the the tweet that he put out about black women equal pay, um, the his his support base really doesn't support that. I mean, you can compare the numbers like. His average tweet will get somewhere around 20,000 likes. This one got about three or 4,000 likes, and the comment section was terrible. Uh, but that's not Bernie's fault, right? Yeah. That's, you know, we can't hold him. I won't hold him accountable for really crappy followers. Um, but I really appreciate the fact that he's willing to take it on the chin with his followers in order to do the right thing. And so that has been a really positive move in the right direction um, since uh, the 2016 uh, campaign. I think he was misunderstood in 2016. I think people intentionally sandbagged him on some race issues in 2016. But I also think he had a difficulty communicating about race um, in a way that he's he's improving on now. Um, so I, I think I mean, honestly, when this race started um, early with, with Elizabeth Warren, um, I tweeted that Bernie Sanders is going to be the nominee. I really mm -hmm. still believe that. Um, I just hope that we as his supporters don't muddy the water so bad that we divide the party and, and then everyone else who didn't support Bernie won't support Bernie because they're mad because of all the scorched earth, social media fights, all the pettiness that we see online. I think if we can avoid that, we can actually unify the party behind Bernie Sanders and uh, hopefully like Elizabeth Warren is the VP and uh, mm -hmm. worst case scenario. Hopefully the worst case scenario is Warren is the uh, nominee and Bernie is the VP. Yeah. I think those are the bridges that we need to uh, unify the the opposition to Trump, whether you whether you consider yourself a Democrat or not. We obviously should all be opposing Trump at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what are your thoughts on on the media by? So I, I saw you talk about uh talk a, a bit about this on on your show um bernie recently discussed how uh basically there is a, a corporate framework in in mass media that is inherently uh adversarial to his platform and mm -hmm. that there isn't necessarily a direct media bias against him even though i'd say i disagree with him on that i think there actually is a, a focused media bias against him but uh what are your thoughts on on that media bias and and how um Bernie's been treated in, in, in the, the mainstream press so far. I mean, it's 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 obvious. Right. And, yeah. you know, to me, it's obvious. And I'll be doing some interviews coming up with some uh, with some folks from some mainstream uh, media outlets. And I, and I plan on asking them all directly, you know, what do they feel about this bias? Do they think it mm -hmm. exists? I believe it exists from the from the standpoint of of a couple of positions. Right. These are large media for profit organizations that are are invested in by billionaires like Jeff Bezos. He has a vested interest in in not having Bernie Sanders as president. I think yeah. you, you can't disconnect that. That's mm -hmm. number one. Number two, uh, there's an infrastructure. There's the consulting class. There is the pundit class. There is the the commentator class who all benefit from the positions that they have and they hold as an extension of the existing establishment. Mm -hmm. And so if you have someone in who's coming in to threaten the establishment, that threatens their jobs indirectly. Because mm -hmm. once Bernie Sanders gets becomes president, then you're going to need a whole new breed of commentator. You're going to need a whole new breed of understanding Bernie Sanders. And, and these people who have invested so much time hating Bernie Sanders, they probably won't be on TV anymore. So, you know, yeah. whether they admit it or not, there's an inherent bias there. They're trying to protect their jobs. I mean, and then last but not least, it's just the the, 
the you know the the grip that the advertising industry has on all media mm-hmm. um whether it whether it comes from Jeff Bezos directly I don't think it does I think it comes from individual writers who are uh, engaging in self-preservation but then obviously the last part are the advertisers who they don't you know uh Northrop uh, Gund- uh I forgot um the 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 the, the military uh companies that invest in MSNBC they mm. do yeah. not want a president who's going to be anti-imperialist. Let's no. just let's yeah. just so so he has there's three different ways that um <laughs> that their biases can enter into the equation. Yeah. Um whether they mean it directly and whether Jeff Bezos is saying go after Bernie Sanders or not, there's just so many layers of biases that can enter into the conversation. Absolutely. Now um Let's go into some of the, I guess this is kind of a two-parter question, but there, there's a, a debate next week. Finally, one debate, one stage, uh, 10 candidates on on the debate stage. So uh, mm-hmm. let me just read through all these candidates quickly. We have uh, Amy Klobuchar, Cory Booker, uh, Pete Buttigieg, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, Andrew Yang, Beto O'Rourke, uh, Julian Castro, uh, and that's it. So what do you, I, I guess, uh, on one hand, what do you expect to see out of um, this debate and do you think there is potential for any any other candidates to still break through at this point, apart from the uh, the top three of of Biden, uh, Bernie, and uh, Warren? No, no, not really. Um, I I think it's going to be out of the top three. Honestly, it's 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 going to come. It's it has to come down to Bernie versus Warren because here's the yeah. thing: like the establishment can be powerful. The establishment can can inflate polls. They can, uh, especially with you know with landline still being the primary source for uh, polling. Bernie, uh, uh, Joe Biden is is inflated right now. Yeah. When it comes time to vote, the movement is going to move behind Bernie Sanders and the Elizabeth Warren supporters who are rock solid. They're going to go and vote for Elizabeth Warren. I don't think that Venn diagram overlaps a, a whole lot right now. People are worried about whether or not they'll be pulling from one another. I think there is some overlap, but I don't think that overlap is enough to give uh, Joe Biden the edge. I do not believe Joe Biden's support is as rigorous as people believe, especially when it t- comes time to hit the polls in a primary in a primary environment. Some mm-hmm. of those people who will support Joe Biden, hell, they will gladly support him in the general election. But will they get up and go to the primaries? Mm. Eh, not like Bernie supporters are going to do it and yeah. not like Warren supporters are going to do it. So I think it's going to come down to those three. Everyone else, I don't think they have a chance to really break in. I think they have a chance to make a name for themselves, uh, continue to make a name for themselves. But but that's about it. So when it comes to the, the debate next week, what do you think the strategy should be for, for Warren and, and Sanders? Do you think they should directly go after Joe Biden or go after each other? Or what are your thoughts on that? They should crush Joe Biden, <laughs> period. They should not attack each other one yeah, time. I agree with not you. Not at all. There's no reason for them to go after each other. Um, there is there is there's a natural synergy. Listen, Elizabeth Warren is as establishment as I can tolerate and as I can palate, right? And <laughs> yeah. I think there's a lot of progressives who feel the same way. She's establishment, but we can palate how much she, uh, of an establishment person she is. If she starts going after uh, Sanders, then she's going to push all of us, all of us, 100% in Bernie Sanders' camp. Yeah. Same thing. Like there are plenty of Elizabeth Warren supporters who at the end of the day, because they want to get rid of Trump, they will support Bernie Sanders if he's the nominee. But mm-hmm. if he goes after Elizabeth Warren, it's going to leave a bad taste in their mouth and and as, it will divide the party. 
Joe Biden is the agreed upon muse on which we can just smash, like just <laughs> just destroy him, unleash yeah. all of our anger against the establishment, unleash all of our anger against his 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 excuses against Medicare for all. Go after Joe Biden, destroy him and leave uh, everything else up to Warren and Sanders to take care of in the general election. I completely agree with you. All right, uh, Ben, where can people find you? Hey, uh, they can find me on uh, Twitter. They can find the Benjamin Dixon Show on YouTube. Actually, go and subscribe to the Benjamin Dixon Show on YouTube. Dave, you're doing yes. a great thing on YouTube, man. I I'll, love I'll have your links. work, man. Oh, thank you. I love your sh- I love your stuff, too. I'll have links below to his show uh, as well, so you can go subscribe there and check it out. All right, Ben, uh, thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Take care, brother.